Today, shocking footage of the highest Tibetan leader being, I would say, highly inappropriate with a young boy. The governor of Texas is urged to consider a pardon for a man who exercised his right to self-defense in Austin. And the Pentagon gives a statement on the leaked documents from Ukraine. And boy, let me tell you, it's a real doozy. We've got all of that and more coming up, and it all starts right now. Welcome to the news and why it matters. I am Sarah Gonzalez and over the weekend, a disturbing video emerged of the Dalai Lama. That is, of course, the highest spiritual leader and head of Tibet being what I would personally say uh, incredibly sexually inappropriate with a young boy. In the video that was apparently taken last month but only gained traction recently, the young boy asks for a hug from the Dalai Lama, who then proceeds to interact with him and ask the boy to suck his tongue. Yes, you heard me correctly. I would say if you have young children in the room, probably remove them right about now. Here's that video. <laughs> Kiss right on the lips. <laughs> And suck my tongue. <laughs> mm. Throughout the interaction, the 87-year-old creep caressed the young boy's hand to his face. He pulled the boy closer for an uncomfortably long hug until the boy had had enough. And uncomfortably, you can see the visceral reaction of him pulling away. Watch. Nope. nope, that boy said, mm -mm. nope, this is uncomfortable. And of course, the adults just laugh because apparently a creepy old man preying on a young boy is funny. Hilarious. Ha 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 a little sexual assault. Ha 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 Well, after the uproar, the Dalai Lama was forced to make an apology, which read, a video clip has been circulating that shows a recent meeting when a young boy asked His Holiness the Dalai Lama if he could give him a hug. His Holiness wishes to apologize to the young boy and his family, as well as his many friends across the world, for the hurt his words may have caused. I don't think it was just his words. His Holiness often teases people he meets in an innocent and playful way, even in public and before cameras. He regrets the incident. Boy, that was quite the downplay. He often teases people in an innocent and playful way. Yes, because a grown old man asking a young boy to suck his tongue is totally innocent and not at all sexual perversion. Or at least that's what they all want you to think. Now, let's be clear. He isn't sorry. He's just sorry he got caught. If he was sorry, he would have apologized when this event happened, not after he got outraged for it. The question is, if this is what this sicko is willing to do in front of people and cameras, what the hell is he doing when there are no people and there are no cameras? It's no wonder our children are under attack. The world is run by pedophiles. And my guest today knows that better than most people. I want to welcome to the program Jakub Buyans, Blaze TV contributor and host of The Bottom Line, which I suggest you subscribe to uh, over on YouTube and um, all of the you know, media places that you can. Yaku, 
I watched this and I, I, I genuinely thought of you because you have done so much to expose all of the sexual perversion, sexual immoralities that are taking place with children. Uh, you know, you are one of the people that I go to when I want to know about the details with what was really going on with Jeffrey Epstein, uh, Prince Andrew. You know, you have all of these. I feel like I'm not. I'm not exaggerating when I say the world is run by pedophiles. Am I exaggerating on that? No. And and. F- for your audience, number one, thanks for the honor, and it's always so good to be on your show, Sarah, but for, for the people watching, I've watched you engage in this fight from when we met, and you have doubled down and tripled down, and so for that, thank you very much for Stephen, your husband, to say, let's go after this, because mm-hmm. it's not comfortable. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It is our life's work, fighting sex trafficking. No, the world is run by pedophiles. For the same token, we can replace that picture with the Prime Minister of Canada, mm. who is in the same club. Also, in the pedophile club, here's Dalai Lama addressing himself in third person, His Holiness, okay? Nothing holy about you, buddy. Nothing holy. And you said it. If he's willing to ask a boy in broad daylight to suck my tongue, okay, which is beyond inappropriate, beyond inappropriate. You know what happens behind closed doors. Look at his apology, though. His apology could have been written by the Catholic Church. I'm just going to be real on your show today, okay? Please. I'm not going to pull no, punches. please do, because yeah, I am. I'm sick of people I'm, I am saying too. that we I somehow excuse the Catholic no, no, Church. No, number one, I don't, are you out of your mind? Right. You go back to the onset of the Catholic Church. You don't want to get me on that train about how that whole denomination was set off course in order to incorporate the sun god and all the other gods into, you know, broaden the spectrum and give Rome control over a religion. And then when a priest, you know, sodomizes a boy, we just move him in this country and doesn't lose his position and it's a different parish. Read that and fill in any denominational quote. The, the Southern Baptist recently mm-hmm. being accused of sodomizing and sexualizing boys. Mm-hmm. So here's what we're finding around the world. Religion goes after boys. Mm. Those outside of religion, it's predominantly girls. 95% of sex trafficking victims are girls, except when a religion is involved. Hmm. So there is some demonic target on boys. Mm -hmm. The religious leaders go after boys. You can historically see it. Yes, we do have pastors that we've arrested for child porn and it's predominantly girls, but those who actually engage in the act, like this guy, right? It's boys. And so we're asking big questions now. Why boys? What is it about the position of a boy in the church? What's the position of authority? Mm. Because most religions don't let women preach. Right. They don't let women take the pulpit. They don't allow women to speak on behalf. They can't prophesy. No, you can't. You're, uh. So the women in those cultures don't have influence specifically in the Catholic church. So you, they go after the boys. They're less interested in the girls. And this is wake up time. And I'm not saying every Catholic out there. No, your leadership, though, mm. any denomination, and I argue denominations were made by men. You can't find denomination in the Bible. Jesus doesn't make denominations. Okay, so denominations were made for men to control people. And now it is so blatant that what used to happen behind closed doors with a little altar boy and carrying this and that and come sit on my lap and, you know, sexual favors is now in broad daylight. And it's a mockery in our face laughing at us that a little uh, you know, two-paragraph apology should suffice right. for the boys that you've sexualized? 
or just even the notion, and remember, it's a signal. They signal, Sarah. I know I'm being long-winded here, but no, they, they signal. It's just you and me today, so please. But they <laughs> signal, it. though. Yeah. So that, read into the subtext of the boldness. So, so premeditated, not in the moment, planned, designed. He's, he's at his latter years. He's about to move on. It's legacy, it's signaling to the pedophiles in the world, in their religion, hey, it's our moment, it's our time. What's fascinating to me as well is that some of the um, comments that I was seeing on this sort of a little bit in defense of the Dalai Lama's actions, I would say, were people saying, well, you just don't understand their culture. I'm like, buddy. Boy, if you think that makes this better, I've got a little something to tell you. Like that that wouldn't at all make Oh, okay. So someone's culture is just to sexualize young children and the hey, let's just give them a pass, right? I I I was struggling to understand how they thought that that would be better because to me, I'm like, "Oh, well if that's the case, we need to work on this." Okay, so can we flip that coin quickly to the jihadists that behead uh, gays and lesbians? It's just their it's culture. It's just their culture. It's just their culture. Right. Or they sell their eight-year-old daughters as child brides. Mm-hmm. It's just their just culture. Their culture. And that somehow makes it right. That's my concern with America today, Sarah, is we're writing laws in this country as if it supersedes God's law. Mm-hmm. That no, you don't touch, you don't lead a child astray. You don't sexualize a child. I don't care about the culture. But that's the point, though. It is the culture. Yeah. And our American culture, as we say in the movie Sex Nation, the Roman, the, the, the Roman Empire is dead, but the Roman way of life is very alive in America today. And it's like, it's their culture. If you find yourself as an audience member, I may lose favor here today. If you find yourself in any way sympathizing with that man, with this situation, or thinking it's their culture, it's custom, it was just a joke, you are on the wrong track. You are potentially part of the problem. Because you're not frowning upon sexual violence and indoctrination of children. And if you cannot defend a child, I don't know that we have any good for you on this planet. Yeah, well, I would agree with you there. Um, The thing that just really struck me with that video was in the second one that I played. Um, And I don't know if this is... um, just going to be real with you here on this episode. I don't know if it's because of my own experiences as a child and what I went through or if it's because I'm a mom or a parent, right? But like you you can you can see it all over the kid's face. You can see it in the visceral reaction. You can see his uncomfortable nature and his demeanor as as the Dalai Lama grabs his arm and pulls him in closer and you see the kid pull away the way that he does and the look on his face and it just it it really is heartbreaking to me to listen to the adults i mean look at that he's he is so uncomfortable. Sarah, if you how, watching, are, how are none of the adults picking up on those cues? Where are his parents? Like, uh, you couldn't pull me off of that man if he did that to, to, my, to my child. So it's just like, how, how are the adults laughing at that? Where's the adult stepping in, in between him and the child? That's what I'm you saying. Re- you remember when Jeff Sessions, who's only about, you know, four foot four. <laughs> I mean, a little Jeff Sessions. When Jeff Sessions actually stepped in between a child and Joe Biden on the Senate Mm. floor, Mm -hmm. blocking Biden, Mm -hmm. our current president, Mm -hmm. from basically 
you know, inappropriately touching a child. And it was Sessions' granddaughter, I think it was, right? So where's the, the adult stepping in there saying, no, where's that religion saying, uh, excuse me, this doesn't represent us. You're not seeing that. Right. You're right. not seeing. No, it's it's his holiness. Nothing holy. Right. About that guy. Okay. Nothing. Because, as with, we're finding out many, unfortunately, leadership at many different religions keeping maintaining, uh, you know, the surface level uh, appearance mm -hmm. is much more important than protecting children, and yeah. it's a problem. It's a problem that needs to be fixed. Um, all right. I want to, to move here over to Daniel Perry. So um, as of right now, Republican Texas Governor Greg Abbott is working, he says, swiftly, as swiftly as the law allows regarding the pardon of Sergeant Daniel Perry. He said, uh, Texas has one of the strongest stand your ground laws of self-defense that cannot be nullified by a jury or a progressive district attorney. But he goes on to explain. So Unlike the president, the president is just like, boom, I want to pardon. I can pardon. Texas law um, makes it so that the board of pardons and paroles actually have to recommend whether or not the governor uh, should pardon someone before the governor can do so. So he has already requested that the board look at this and instructed the board to expedite the review. Um, so this actually took place. This alleged crime actually took place um, in Austin. This was during the summer of love, as we know them, July 2020, during the Black Lives Matter riots. And uh, Perry was driving through when there was one of those pe mostly peaceful protests that we saw where cities burned. And uh, he turned onto a street where a Black Lives Matter crowd had gathered. He had, um, uh, obviously, he had a gun in his car. There was someone else, the man that he shot, that was armed with an AK-47. And here is the exchange. I believe we have. Watch. So you can mostly hear it. But you see this mob blocking traffic. And that is, of course, there it is. Now, Perry says he shot him in self-defense. There's no dispute that the man approached him with a, I mean, he had a gun at the scene. The man approached him with a gun. Uh, he says he shot him in self-defense and um, he was working for a rideshare service at the time. So he had dropped off someone not knowing what he was driving into. And it's just really fascinating watching the assault on the Second Amendment of Americans and your right to self-defense because Stand your ground laws seem to be pretty clear to me. If you feel like your life is in danger um, or, you know, even your property is in danger, um, you have the ability to protect yourself. And if I see a crazy mob walking towards me, blocking traffic, and one of them is holding a gun, I'm going to say I feel like my life is in danger. Yeah, look, we, we have to be very, very, very strong on this because, you know, any little slip up here and we will lose our right to defend ourselves. You know, and I kind of, you know, you, you have flashbacks of the same summer of love, the Kyle Rittenhouse thing, and you had mm -hmm. Kyle on the show. Mm -hmm. Here's the deal, though. When a police officer is involved in a shooting, 
The second that there's proof that the assailant or the person attacking the officer had a weapon, it changes the whole ballgame. Right. Even in a court of law. Right. It completely changes the structure. How often have we not seen in the movies, I thought there was a weapon, but there wasn't. He was pulling out his wallet or no, there was actually a weapon. My understanding, correct me if I'm wrong, the person actually displayed a weapon. Yes, pointed it. Pointing it at him mm -hmm. in a mob. Now remember, he's a rideshare driver, which means he's not there to engage necessarily. He's driving and dropping someone else off. Mm -hmm. So he's driving into a hostile environment that he's not there by choice. He's not looking for danger. And all of a sudden, a mob is around him and a guy's pointing a, a, a gun at him. Right. self-defense. Right, right. I mean, it's not very difficult in that situation. I think much more clear cut and dry than Kyle's, you know, we had to look at video and all things here. Um, wrong place, wrong time, but the right to stand his ground. Yeah, and I mean, just to kind of wrap this up really quickly, it's fascinating. The, prosec the prosecution's argument was uh, that he initiated the encounter by running a red light to turn into the crowd. It's like he ran a red light because he was scared and fearful that there was a, the, the crowd was moving in on him and he wasn't going to be able to move. Like, I don't know how this is difficult for you guys at this point, especially seeing what happened to Kyle. Mm-hmm when he dared show up to try to, you know, help his community and protect his community. Like, hello, guys, we've already done this before. This is a rerun. Yeah. It's the same thing. Um, all right, well, we'll keep an eye on that. And, you know, it, it sounds like Governor Abbott's on top of it. Uh, Texas Attorney General Ken Paxton is also on top of it. And uh, we're going to be hoping for some movement there because let me tell you, with these progressive DAs, it has become very clear Donald Trump said it. They want to go after you. Yeah. I'm just standing in the way. They will weaponize their agency, their department, just like they're weaponizing every single other government agency to make sure that they uh, seek out their revenge on you if you don't follow their ways. They, they're doing that in real time. If I can say something. Yeah, go ahead. Quick. On word. the very issue of child and prosecuting child crimes in Texas, you know, of the 254 counties in Texas, we only prosecute child crimes in nine counties. That's Ken Paxton's number. So if people don't know that the DAs are compromised, mm -hmm. they were compromised before Donald Trump ever entered the White House. This has been a long play for a time such as this. Mm -hmm. um, all right, we've got to take a quick break. We will be back with more. First, we want to thank our sponsor, Bank on Yourself. So uh, probably a lot of you have been, you know, previously given bad advice about your retirement savings. Maybe you were told to max out your 401k because uh, we all know the Wall Street Casino. They really love to roll the dice with your hard-earned life savings. But the only thing that Wall Street actually guarantees is that they're always going to get paid whether or not you win or lose, that doesn't sound like a good strategy. You can grow your nest egg with Bank on Yourself. It is a guaranteed and predictable way to grow your hard-earned money. And this retirement plan alternative is going to give you 100% control of your money plus tax-free income in retirement. There's no luck, skill, or guesswork required. And your plan's not going to go backward when the markets tumble. Both your principal and growth are locked in. Tax-free retirement income, you're going to know. You know when you go into retirement under this, under current tax law, it's going to be zero. That's going to protect you from the incoming tax tsunami. Uh, we know 401ks, IRAs, the government has so many restrictions on those. They're like, up, oh, penalty, you took it out too soon. Up, oh, penalty, you didn't take it out soon enough. Up, oh, you breathed wrong, penalty. 
It doesn't have to be that way. Don't let the government do that to you. You've got to check them out. They explained to me how they did it. And um, I'm telling you, I, I was blown away. You got to go there, get a free report. It's going to give you all the details on how the bank on yourself strategy adds guarantees, predictability, tax savings, and control to your financial plan. You can do that by going to bankonyourself.com slash matters. That is bankonyourself.com slash matters. Those of you who are watching on YouTube, we uh, look, we've asked you to be a Blaze TV subscriber, but we understand times are tough right now, okay? So we just appreciate you guys watching. Um, but if you wouldn't mind, since you're not a subscriber on Blaze TV, we'd like for you to go ahead and subscribe to this YouTube channel, The News and Why It Matters. Uh, make sure that you gently tap that like button. Don't have to smash it, there's no need to get violent, all right? We just want you to like the video and comment. Let us know what you think of, what do you think of the Dalai Lama? What do you think of that creep? Let us know in the comments. Um, so I want to move on to these leaked classified documents, um, particularly the ones that kind of leaked over the weekend here. So uh, they detailed U.S. national security secrets regarding Ukraine, China, and the Middle East. And uh, this is so weird. These, these documents surfaced on Twitter, Telegram, uh, 4chan, which is a message board, and elsewhere going into the weekend. They apparently came from, the original source was a Minecraft Discord channel, which for those of you who don't know, Discord is just yet another like uh, app to communicate with one another. And so uh, they re reveal U.S. efforts to spy on Ukraine's top political and military leaders and the plan developed with NATO to help Ukraine launch a counterattack. One of the leaks includes a secret plan to prepare and equip nine brigades of the armed forces of Ukraine by the U.S. and NATO for the spring offensive. Uh, and there were also reports that the, the, the casualty rate of the both sides of the military, the, the rate of Ukraine's casualties had been increased to higher than what actually was, and Russia's had been decreased. Well, uh, John Kirby spoke out on that today, and he's like, well, I mean, I'm not going to confirm whether or not these are real documents, but also, I mean, they're real documents and you shouldn't be sharing them. Watch. Again, without confirming the validity of the documents, this is information that has no business in the public domain. It has no business, if you don't mind me saying, uh, on the pages of, uh, of uh, front pages of, of newspapers or on television. It is not intended for public uh, consumption, uh, and it should not be out there. You know, when uh, their goal of the amazing do-over, awesome redo, uh, you know, when those goals get threatened, they get very angry and uh, you should not be broadcasting these because it threatens their end goal of the new universal order, <laughs> I guess. The do-over. The do-over, the great do-over. The great evil do-over, <laughs> right? Oh, from a city named Davos, straight to you. Mm -hmm. um, it's real. It's real. That was a that was a, uh, a confirmation that it's, <laughs> it's real. Like, I mean, I'm not confirming it's real, but gosh darn it, don't spread those real yep. documents. This is no place uh, with the people because the people should never know what we're planning for the people. I um, mean, the deep state and the 300 families. Go look into the order of 300. Why don't you? Just a little drop, a little breadcrumb for you. Go look at the order of 300 and see who really runs the world. The order of 300 has been planning for so long. 
to feed this conflict between the Ukraine and Russia because we are hiding secrets in the Ukraine. The Obamas, mm -hmm. the Bidens, the Clintons, the Soroses, the Gates, the, all of them have deep secrets in the Ukraine. This is why they're spending 100 plus billion of your dollars to cover their backsides, okay, for what could be discovered. And I'm not saying Putin is a good guy. Right. Uh, he's not. You got two evil leaders there. You got a puppet Zelensky who basically was an actor who played the president in a TV series and they socialized the idea of him being president. And then who would have thought it? Who would have thunk it? He becomes president of the Ukraine. And then, you know, Mr. Trump gets slammed for looking into it a little bit. And right. here we are today. So, no, uh, it's real uh, for whoever leaked it. And this court... You know, we often, often go against Discord because there's also a lot of trafficking on Discord mm -hmm. and 4chan and 8chan. But this time around, it's used for good. It's used to actually distribute information. I think, Sarah, we're going to see a lot more of this. I think it's so bad in these organizations that the remnant, the few left over that are still good, are digging their heels in and they say, look, if the ship's going to go down, mm -hmm. then I'm, I'm going to let the people know what's gonna happen. And I think we're gonna see a lot more of this, which is so. also why I personally have a little position on why James O'Keefe was really removed from Project Veritas, okay? Just a little nugget. That's all you're giving me? Yes, that's all I'm giving you now. What? I can't give them more than I give you. I gotta give you. <laughs> well, now I wanna go to break. <sighs> well, okay, let me, but let me finish, let me finish with this. So. I was driving um, in today and I saw, I was driving behind a car that had a gigantic magnetic decal that they had on the back of their car. And it had like the entire area of Ukraine, like the ge geographical location on a map. And it said, I stand with Ukraine in the blue and the yellow. And it just, it just struck me how dumb all of this is because it's like, you don't, you're not standing with Ukraine by purchasing a magnetic decal and throwing it on your car. Like, if you want to stand with you, first of all, I'm apparently standing with Ukraine and I never asked to do that because I don't need them to take all of my money, right? Like, I, I, the government's already sending them my money. I didn't have a say in that. But second of all, it's like, if you want to stand with Ukraine, go, go help them. Get on an airplane. Go, go. go. feed the hungry. Go. That's inconvenient now, Sarah. N Nancy Pelosi has been there. Who else has been there? Bono has been there. Like, people are going because apparently it's safe enough. Joe Biden They're went there. They're concerts. That's I mean, what I'm saying. Yeah. It's safe enough for you to go. Yeah. So why don't you go if you want to stand with Ukraine? You can take a check of your own personal savings and you can give it to them. Because I'm tired of hearing, well, what are you? Oh, so you're on the team of Russia? Do I have to pick a side? How about both sides are bad? This isn't a Disney movie. You don't have to have a good guy and a villain. Sometimes they're both the villains. No, you're Team USA. That's the team you're on. That's what I'm saying. We're, we're where's your, God, where's, your where's your American flag exactly. on oh, the back no, of your car? No no. no, no, you can't. You're not allowed. You're not allowed to be patriotic for your own freaking country, but you want to slap a magnetic decal and be like, "I'm doing something. I just did something. I put a decal on my car saying I stand with Ukraine, and that helps me sleep much better at night." Shut up. It's virtual activism, Sarah. <laughs> so Makes them feel good. So stupid. And by the way, in case you're wondering, yes, it was a white woman driving the car, a liberal white woman. 
you make of that what you will. Um, we've got to take a quick break. We'll be back with more. First, one, thank our sponsor, My Patriot Supply. So listen, we're talking about our world leaders are really trying to get us into World War III. I'm not like this isn't that's not hyperbole. They're just we just had this conversation about what's going on in Russia and Ukraine and the United States standing on the sidelines, chomping at the bit to escalate things, doing things directly to escalate the war. You don't know when things are going to get bad. What you need to do is plan for it. I don't want it to happen. But you know what I did? I bought my emergency food supply just in case something happens We've got it. It doesn't make you a crazy prepper. It just makes you smart. You got to go. My Patriot Supply, you can get breakfast, lunch, dinner, whatever you want. And they're knocking off $200 on their popular three-month emergency food kit. You can go to MyPatriotSupply.com. The whole point of emergency food is that you get it now, not when you need it. Okay, don't be the neighbor that's knocking on your other neighbor's doors going like, excuse me, do you still have any emergency food? My answer is going to be no. Make sure that you go get it. It's MyPatriotSupply.com. You'll get free shipping over at MyPatriotSupply.com. San Francisco State University responded to their uh, on-campus, well, they call it a protest. I would call it a lot more than that, uh, during which trans activists assaulted former NCAA swimmer Riley Gaines and held her hostage for hours and of course, the response from the university was praising the protesters and offering them access to counseling because they're raising a bunch of softies. Uh, this was tweeted out by Jamila Moore. This is a vice president for student affairs and enrollment management. Uh, it says, dear SF state community, today San Francisco state finds itself again at the center of a national discussion regarding freedom of speech and expression. Let me begin by saying clearly, the trans community is welcome and belongs at SFSU. Further, our community fiercely believes in unity, connection, care, and compassion, and we value different ideas even when they are not our own. This is hilarious. Uh, and then she goes on to say, diversity promotes critical discussions, new understandings, and enriches the academic experience. Um, and she just, you know, she goes on to uh, talk about thank you to our students who participated peacefully in Thursday's in Thursday evening's event, it took tremendous bravery to stand in a challenging space and, uh, you know, as you reflect, process and begin to heal. You have to heal from someone's mean facts. You have to heal. Go cry about it some more. Uh, you will have access. People, resources and services available and ready to receive our Gator community, including faculty, staff members, coaches and mentors who are here to support you. And then she gives the uh, campus resources for counseling and psychological services. But I will say um, they definitely do need psychological services. So I do hope that they uh, reach out, get that psychological help that they need because they're all mentally ill. The problem is that I, I don't like they're not going to get a therapist who is actually going to give them truth. They'll get, just get someone to coddle them if, uh, you know, we're, we're reading anything into this statement. Now, I would like to say uh, Riley Gaines did respond to this. She said, I'm sorry, did this just say peaceful? I was assaulted. I was extorted and held for ransom. Uh, the protesters demanded I pay them if I wanted to make it home safely. I missed my flight home because I was barricaded in a classroom. We must have different definitions of peaceful. You think? Um, and she also goes on to give a quick little uh, snippet that, remember, last week I was like, you have to sue. 
You have to sue. Every person who gets assaulted and... They throw hot coffee on you. They spit on you. They push you. They touch you at all. They take your phone, whatever it is. Sue the pants off of them. That is how we win this. Well, she did go on in one of her tweets to say, uh, the woman who released a statement following the riot where I was verbally and physically assaulted at SFSU blocked me. I guess it's easier for her to ignore me than to denounce violence against women. She won't be able to ignore my lawsuit because she is planning on suing Good on you, Riley. Um, but I, I just, it's frightening to me to see how this generation is being coddled and, and raised by these indoctrination camps to think that they just attacked this woman and now they're the ones who somehow need the counseling? They're the ones who need the help? They're the ones who need to heal? Look at this. this oh, wow, that is peaceful. You always know when, uh, what is that, fire? is that just pictures? You always know when you hear screaming in the background and you get confronted by an angry mom, that's when you know that it's really peaceful. Yaku, your thoughts. I'm coming, I'm good, I'm good. Let, let's just understand there's a mob around a woman. Mm -hmm. A woman. Mm -hmm. A mob. She's defenseless. She can't, she, and she's talking about another injustice. She was there to address a naked man standing in her locker room and her privacy being violated, mm -hmm. right, with no recourse. So, so this is like, you know, a double negative. Now we, I'm here to tell right. you, hey, girls on campus, you should not have to face right. a naked man in your locker room if you're on the swim team or the basketball team. We used to call that indecent exposure. Uh, uh, jail time. <laughs> right. Jail time. Right. Now they double down. So... Um, Miss Moore at campus, uh, good luck. You're about to lose your job because trust me, they will sacrifice you, the school that's so woke by the time they get a lawsuit. And the number needs to be so significant mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that it's got to hurt to a place because it's the only language they speak. Mm -hmm. They serve money. Money mm -hmm. is their God. Mm -hmm. and, and the love of money is the root of all evil. So let's go take it. Yep. Take it. And I'm talking about she needs a legal team that is so vicious that they will go after everything. The school's got ample insurance, but start naming them. And this is what I want people to start doing in these suits. Name the people, implicate them in a civil suit, bring them in, name the school, name all of them, get all the tweets in discovery because discovery is hell yeah. on earth. Yeah. Put them through it. Yeah. Let them take their cell phones and their intimate messages with their partners and their emails and confiscate the email. Her legal team should say full discovery. Mm -hmm. Your life is about to go upside down because mm -hmm. you're doing that for the rest of the world that just wants a normal life and you're forcing us into this sexualized hyperculture, and you're right. They are certifiably insane. They need a lot of help, <laughs> a lot of therapy. Unfortunately, they actually need exorcism because they're demon-possessed, <laughs> so nobody on that campus is going to bring an exorcist. They're going to bring them some caudal, soft little, right. you know... They'll bring them a teddy bear, ...psychiatrist maybe. with a little medication and say, you know what, we're here because we have to. Yeah. Wink, wink, but you didn't do anything wrong. No. Let's talk, let's talk in court. Mm -hmm. Take them to the cleaners. And I listen, I know we have to go to break, but I'll say really quickly, there's there's no way that you bring up discovery. There's no way that there aren't text messages and oh. emails between administrative staff talking bad about Riley. There's mocking, no mocking, mocking her, her after making fun the of fact, her. Which and, is I, and I would say probably before. for a jury. I know. Beautiful. I know. I know. So let's go on discovery. Oh man, I can't wait. And she uh, definitely has our support. I'm trying to get her on the program, but she's 
too busy with Tucker Carlson to uh, answer uh, my email. So, Riley, call me. Um, all right, we've uh, got to go to another quick break. We want to thank our sponsor, Relief Factor. So if you live in pain, millions of Americans do every day. And it changes you. It changes your outlook on things. It changes the way that you deal with your, your partner or your children. You know, maybe you have less patience because you're just in pain and you feel like that has to be your life. But Relief Factor uh, makes it so that that doesn't actually have to be your life because it's an all-natural supplement that actually targets the inflammation in your body that ends up being the root cause of your pain. There's like, I think almost 70% of people who try Relief Factor go on to keep getting it. They go on to keep ordering it because it is working. It's worked for me. It's worked for Glenn Beck. It's worked for so many people in this studio. And if you are living with pain, this is going to be life-changing for you if it works. So here's the deal. It's 1995. You're going to be out 1995 for your trial pack. But at that point, you're going to know, is this going to work for me or is it not? 70% of people are saying yes. The odds are in your favor. You just got to go to relieffactor.com. Get that three-week quick start. It is relieffactor.com. You know, Yaku, we talk a lot about um, just how bad it gets with the weaponization of the federal government against those of you who, you know, may believe in like lower taxes and crazy things like, you know, less government and stuff. Um, it, it gets worse, I feel like, every day. Here's another example of that. Uh, the Heritage Foundation submitted a FOIA request and found that the FBI uses uh, some dozen words to flag violent extremism. Some of those on social media are Chad. Boy, Chad Prather's in trouble. Uh, looks maxing. It's over. Roasty. Normie. Blue pill. Red pill. Black pill. Based. And LARPing. So they define these terms along with other terms uh, that are like, they lump these in with terms that are decidedly racist and uh, link the slang terms to racist ideas and the FBI's Domestic Terrorism Reference Guide on Involuntary Celibate Violent Extremism uh, offers a threat overview for incels that aims to identify them by the slang that they use, which they say this is some of those slang words. Boy, I lost track of how many watch lists I am probably on because I have used multiple one of those terms. But, uh, you know, what do I know? I'm just a violent right-wing extremist. It's funny how those terms, a lot of them originate on one side of the aisle. You don't see right. the terms from the other side. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just, it's so biased. It's so blatant now. And, and do they even have to, at this point, does the FBI even have to hide anymore? Because the pushback hasn't been there. You know, the, the, the consequences are not yeah. there. You know, they've got a... a, a an absent commander-in-chief that really doesn't know what's going on. You probably have Ms. Rice and Obama running the White House answering to, you know, Europe. So there's no consequence. So now it's so blatant and bold. We started the show with a guy saying to a boy in public, suck my tongue. And here you are, the FBI saying, yeah, we're profiling you. We're watching you. And if you use this word, we're just going to randomly brand you. You're branded. And, and it's not... Uh, are you guilty or not? You are because we say you are. You are now an extremist. You are now a, a domestic threat, mm -hmm. possibly because you, you're a free thinker. You're not a group thinker. You're not an individual that can be indoctrinated or bought or corrupted. 
right? And so we see this happen with some of our Washington politicians, like Josh Hawley and the guys who are free thinkers. They're coming for him, you know? Oh, Mary Miller, Marjorie Taylor, they're coming for them. Mm -hmm. because, and even inside the conservative think tank who walk with the FBI, you mm -hmm. know? It's just like, we're going to brand you and then start pushing you out. I want to read you the, um, the way that they... Uh define red pill and why it is linked to extremists. So red pill, it says, is also listed as a term associated with racially or ethnically motivated violent extremism and described as uh, in the context of racially or ethnically motivated violent extremism ideology, taking the red pill or becoming red pilled indicates the adoption of racist, anti-Semitic or fascist beliefs. This is our own government yes, yes. saying, well, but I mean, you shouldn't be surprised because Joe Biden stood there from what appeared to be the depths of hell. And in one of his, what was that, the State of the Union speech, he stood there from the depths of hell and told you guys that that was how he felt about you. 100%. And so the greatest tactic is, in fact, division. Mm -hmm. So now you have to ask yourself, well, who is really causing the division in our nation? It's them. It is, in fact, the government. If there is a racial faction in this country, it's because you're producing it. Mm -hmm. It's because you're driving the narrative. It's because you're branding half of the country, probably more, as racist, extremist, fascist, you know, Jew haters, mm -hmm. right? Just mm -hmm. by branding them. Why? Because they think independently. So it's really nothing to do with your actions or even who you are. It's just we don't control you. We brand you. Right. Yeah, you're we will a fascist. Ostracize. Exactly. Which is just, it's so, like, the irony there it's is divisive, not lost on but me. it's effective, though. They want division in this country. We must come to the point where they want the America that we love, the ideal, the thing that we uphold, right? They want that destroyed. They want to drive it to its knees because you can't have your replacement. Right theory right if you don't break what you've got and as long as we stand united in some fashion right yeah they must sow division in order to break this nation well i have news for them they may want to look up the uh, definition of fascism and what that actually is because i would say that uh using your own government control to weaponize it against the people who don't believe what you believe and uh forcing opposition to stay silent and um you know uh using the police to put pressure on them to do so and the police don't act on the people who are forcing down the speech it's just that that sounds a lot like fascism to me. So maybe they should read a book. Uh, all right, we've got to take another quick break. We'll be right back. The actual definition, not the redefining. Yeah, fascism is whatever they want it During the White House Easter egg roll, Joe Biden, you know, we talk about the, the world being run by a pedophiles and men who like to sniff young children. Here's Joe Biden again, leaning uncomfortably close to a young girl. Um, and, you know, they always you can always tell with the kids that they're like, mm, no, don't. Did you see your shoulder go up? No, don't like that. That's not comfortable. Um, but he also uh, was asked by Al Roker um, at the event whether he uh, planned to participate in the egg roll after 2024. And here was his response. Watch. 
Are you saying that uh, you would be uh, taking part in uh, our upcoming election in 2024? Well, I'll either, so either, either rolling egg or you know, being the, the good, you know, the guy who's pushing them out. Come on, help a, help a brother out. Make <laughs> no, some news no, for no, me. No, here. I, well, I, I plan on running now, but we're not prepared to announce it yet. All right. Well. <laughs> you kind of just did. <laughs> Like, I mean, you just said you're going and to. the whole so party gasps. Not. They go, oh, we are going to have to deal with him for another. Did you see him smell the girl? Yes. And did you, then the girl went. For the record, that is not normal and it's not okay. Neither is saying suck my tongue while we're just like giving you guys uh, tips on how to not be a weirdo. All right. Thank you, Yaku. This was fun. Thank you. We'll see amazing. you guys tomorrow. Stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.